Kiss Honey, the podcast. Hey, you guys. We're not dead. Nope. Um, I did get an email from one <laughs> very sassy honeybee that I think the subject line said, where y'all at or oh. are y'all okay? And then if that's not what the subject said, then the message itself, like the email itself, either said, where are y'all at or are you okay? And there was a GIF attached with the impatient Judge Judy. I'm sure oh, no. that you've seen it at yes. some point. Um, exactly what you're talking about. I thought about. that was very funny. <laughs> but also, Mama Honeybee needs to let y'all know, don't come at me like that. Like, oh. <laughs> oh. I'm glad that y'all are excited to hear from us and that y'all love the podcast. However, <laughs> no. I need a little bit more context than that because it felt very aggro to me. Oh. <laughs> um, so, yes, super excited to be back with you guys and recording. Life happens. Yeah. Um, my goal for this year was to put out 52 episodes of this podcast. There's 52 weeks in a year. I want 52. Even if we've been behind for a couple, that just means that there will be a couple weeks that we may double up. So y'all are going to get this episode and then another episode later in the week on the regularly scheduled Wednesday or Thursday. hey Or Friday, depending on, <laughs> you know, just your mid to end of week podcast. <laughs> I mean, it's, you know what I mean? Like when we get to be doing like Patreon and stuff like that in the future, it's a ways off because I'm still, you know, I feel like we're still kind of trying to figure out where this is going and what we want to do with it and everything. So, you know, I'm not trying to, I can definitely set the expectation that there will be 52 episodes this year. I can definitely set the expectation that I always go into every week with the anticipation of recording the podcast, but life happens. Um, You know, Allison's had some physical ailments and, you know, one of the days that we were supposed to make up for something, she was in, you were in so much pain that you were like in tears. And I was like, yeah, no, you need to go to bed. You need to go lay down. We just need to make sure that you're okay and functioning. You need to rest. You need to lay down. Um, One of the other times that we missed wasn't that your double. I had back-to-back classes. Back-to-back classes. And y'all, she's an introvert. Like, she's not super extroverted all of the time. So she's an ambivert with more introvert tendencies, Mm -hmm. but she can turn on the extrovert, but it takes a lot of energy out of her. Yeah. So, So, you know. At work, I have to be on all day so i'm exhausted when i get home yeah it's hard and i just want to make sure that i'm being respectful and being considerate of the fact that i understand that about you and this is also something we have to be or you have to be a little bit more on because it's not going to be interesting if you're tired and you're sleepy and you can't focus (laughs) and you're like i don't fucking know what i was saying i lost my train of thought that's not fun it's frustrating for me yeah and we would just rather not have that energy so instead of us going and we have tried to record this episode i remember we sat down one day and we literally tried for about an hour we had three different recordings of about 15 to 20 minutes each and they sounded so stupid that i was like or uninteresting we cannot we cannot publish this like we sound insane yeah like these people are going to be trying to geolocate where we are so that they can send (laughs) authorities to us like it's like we sound like we need to be institutionalized Um, so yeah, no, we might, you know, like even for this episode, I might add like some clips and blurbs and stuff like that. Like at the end, um, just, I'll listen back through some of that stuff while I edit this. And if any of it is especially like me, but you know, I think, um, 
I don't know. I almost want to make like a soundboard of some uh, of the funny, stupid things that we it said. Was so, it was so dumb. It was like so we terrible. listened back to it and we were like, yeah, no, no one can ever listen to it. We can listen to it because we did it, but it, it was super great. dumb. It was. Uh, it was super dumb. I thought I was doing such a good job we responding. You and it, it was like a 30, 30 second to a minute delay before I would you. respond. <laughs> we Y'all. were tipsy we were inebriated oh, because no. we're adults and we're allowed and it that's just, fine it, it just didn't work was out. not <laughs> it just was not podcast worthy so hello mm-hmm. honeybees hey guys we're so excited we're to be back. back we're so excited to be back with you guys and to be recording and getting back to our schedule mental health is a real thing taking care of your body is a real thing and that's what we have to do so that's what we've been doing and we love y'all we're happy to be back yep hopefully we won't need any more reprieves however if you want to still follow up with us keep up with what we're doing follow us on instagram at sweetest honey (laughs) sweetest honey dot love um and that's our website as well and that is also y'all can email us at info at sweetesthoney.love um, just like our honeybee did. And I'm sure that this person was being silly. I'm just oh, saying 100%. like I need more context for stuff like that because <laughs> things get lost in translation. But I responded to the email and didn't get a response mm-hmm. back, which also was like low key like, oh, um, that's what I'm saying. Like it came across as a little aggro to me, but. It's fine. We love you. <laughs> I get it. You wanted to know where your folks say. Here we are, boo. You're like, Here we I are, need my mid to end of the week podcast. And right. I hadn't had it for three weeks. They're like, where y'all at? Having withdrawals. <laughs> but I feel like that person is probably like the other part of like my heart and soul. Because I feel like that's how I am to them. Just like, um, excuse me. I have gotten used to this. Where you right. at? Excuse me. You're messing up my schedule. Excuse me. <laughs> Ma'am, 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 bruh, oh, ma'am, excuse me, you know, kind of like my voice at the airport when white people are disrespecting the fuck out of my space. Mm. So, what's new? Well, we've had a couple of dates since our last podcast. We finally got to go bowling. I would not really consider going bowling a date considering the fact that we went bowling with a friend that I haven't seen in three years. Okay, so we got... (laughs) But we did get to go bowling. We finally got to go bowling. That was the point of me saying that. Not not necessarily the date part, but the fact that we finally got to do it. Yeah. Because we've been trying for months and months and months. Yes. And it finally happened. Um, and we also went to the Legacy Museum in Montgomery, mm-hmm. um, which is, I think it's also known as, or part of it is the Lynching Memorial. Mm-hmm. And that's so. That's not what it's called, but yeah. You can Google oh. that and find it, but that's not what it's called. Okay. Well, I just remember reading uh, articles about. The uh, the memorial being built, mm-hmm. and that's the terminology in which they use. So mm-hmm. I apologize for misusing that. That's okay. Um, but that's essentially what it's what the second half of it is geared towards mm-hmm. is to honor all of those lives lost through lynching and mobs and all of the just racist bullshit that has occurred in mm-hmm. our country. The official name of this site is the National Memorial for Peace and Justice. Yeah. So, naturally, the white person fucked up the name. Uh, So, we got to do that, and that was a 
like an amazing experience. Mm-hmm. Like all the stuff that I got to learn from that uh, was really cool. So mm-hmm. that was a fun date for us to have. And we got to have uh, a new Thai restaurant in Montgomery. And that was fun for us to eat at. Mm-hmm. And it was delicious. So that's all that I can remember as far as what's new for me. <laughs> what What's new for you, Hunnikins? Okay, so I know that y'all cannot see this because it is an audio medium. (laughs) So sometimes like I have like hand signals that I do to Allison and like I was just doing like the hurry up and that's why she started to speak so quickly. And I was just like, just give us like a bulleted list and then we can extrapolate on it later. I'm not trying to rush you (laughs) to get you to stop talking. Oh, well, that's all I had anyway. So... Okay, today was, we literally went to lunch today to celebrate your nephew's birthday. Oh yeah, it's his birthday this week. <laughs> that was a fun time. We've gotten lots of sunshine. Yes. Um, you, I think that I'll have enough time to put this out tonight, but it's Sunday. Yeah. We're recording this on Sunday. Yes. What is the date? The 7th? No. The 10th? No. The It's oh, the no. 8th. I was, yeah. I was close. Yes, the 8th. Today is <laughs> Sunday, March 8th. 2020 <laughs> at 2 a.m. on Sunday, March 8th, you should have. Well, even though everything is like automatic now because everything's hooked up to the cloud yeah. and our phones and computers should automatically update in case you do have any manual things, um, manual clocks like in your car, on your microwave, on your stove, just manual clocks in your home. Make sure yeah. that you set those an hour later than the time. So if it's yeah. 5 30 where you are, Go ahead and turn it to 6.30 so that everything is nice and cohesive. It makes sense. Yep. We have officially ended the dark ages. Yeah, we've sprung forward. Yes. And we've got more sunshine. And we have been so fortunate to have had, what, three solid days of just beautiful, gorgeous, sunny weather. Because I'm yeah. sure it was beautiful. On Friday, it On was Friday, nice, too. Because I spent a lot of time doing plant stuff, too. Yeah, it was so just nice. inside. Um, so make sure that y'all get out, bask in the friggin' sunshine as much as you can, especially shout out to the people who are affected by seasonal changes, by not having all that daylight, yeah. whatever, you know, like releases serotonin yeah you know you get vitamin d your brain and your body need all of those things so i really really hope that it's sunny where you are that you've had a chance to go outside even if you just lay in the sun and feel the warmth on your skin it's been so gorgeous in central alabama the last couple days Mm -hmm. it's supposed to get cloudy and overcast again tomorrow and i think start to rain again like wednesday for several days but i did not see sunshine on the forecast at all oh man it was terrible for me for work because i'd leave in the mornings it'd be dark when i left work it'd be dark Mm -hmm. so like i just didn't remember what the sun looked or felt like yeah so i'm so excited for it to be out yes and we've been outside a lot like we spent time outside today we were taking pictures walking around um we went to your parents house yep and then you know i just always find the sunny spot like a dog on the carpet and i'm just like (laughs) oh i just feel like a little plant i just want the warmth on my leaves and that was really nice. Yeah. And, you know, we were outside all day yesterday in Montgomery. Yeah. Um, you know, because the um, memorial that's outside yeah. is, you know, it's outdoors. Yeah. It's really, really sunny. And just the way that they keep the grounds, it was just really, really gorgeous. Yeah, it was really pretty. Um, that was a really, really good time. Yeah. I felt very emotional. I'm very yeah. sensitive to energy. And the energy was very heavy. Yes. And where we actually were was a, was a site for a slave market it was a slave warehouse warehouse yeah and 
I learned a lot even through that experience. Things that because they didn't teach us the shit like no, in history. This isn't in the history all. books, you know, about all of the very openly racist, you know, people in leaderships and leadership and politics and that policies. we've had before. Yeah. And, you know, just the treatment, just to be able to see that it was. I don't know, it was like heartbreaking and it kind of made a lot of things click for me right. in my brain at the same. same time. Because even when you think about police brutality and stuff like that, like this isn't a new thing. You have to think about the fact that like black people were not really considered people. Mm-mm. And this wasn't even a hundred years ago. Like it, this shit was so recent. Why are you looking at me mm-hmm. like that? Um, what? I'm listening. Oh, why are you frowning at me though? I'm, this is my face. Oh, you just are frowning <laughs> like I said something wrong. No. Um, and, you know, just to think about that, you know, we didn't, we weren't able to have jobs. We, period. I mean, you know, like we were commodities, we were machines, we were property. Right. So, you know, of course there were never any black police officers. And when you think about the things that they regulated, they were supporting segregation. They were supporting, mm-hmm. you know, being able to go and get slaves and take them back to their rightful quote unquote owners and shit like that. So even just the way that this mentality, you know, just in this country has manifested in the way that it still shows up today, it just brought a lot of that back. Yeah home for me yeah and i was like fuck i cried you know like almost immediately i was like oh god um but if ever you have the chance to visit montgomery alabama and visit this museum i would definitely encourage it um you know like no matter what your ethnicity or anything like that even though i will say there was a very young couple that was there together and i felt very weird i was like what a strange thing for white people to do on a date you know what i mean (laughs) like that's weird i don't i don't know it's just something about that felt just odd to me so like i hmm. spent some you know like not too much time but a little bit of time just watching them uh-huh. and it was interesting to watch you know white people or you know white adjacent people move through this space and that they were looking at the exhibits and looking at the words that were written down because there were lots of accounts of you know people being torn away from their families and the pain and stuff there was um an installation where you could go and it was essentially set up like a visitation room um and a jail and Mm -hmm. it's black people kind of telling their stories about being incarcerated and there were letters on the wall written to like superintendents and people in the prison system um talking about their horrible i mean like i was just like like so choked up reading some of those things but it was interesting to watch you know, black people in this space and Mm -hmm. reading these things and seeing these things versus like white people doing it. Yeah. Where it was so much more of a fascination for them than it was for something that evoked like pain. True. And that was very odd to me. Yeah. Well, as a white person, Mm -hmm. we cannot understand the impact that that has had on you Mm -hmm. as black people. Yeah. Um, we can't understand how it's continued into your families today and mm-hmm. the uh, residual effects of that. Mm-hmm. So for me, it was a learning experience to to be able to, by reading these stories, I was able to, as a human, empathize with these people mm-hmm. and how would I feel in that situation but as a white person know that I could I would never experience or have um 
any of the like you know how like you can pass trauma on through genetics and stuff like know that I would not have that side of it and know the privilege that I have because of that Mm -hmm. and so that's why I appreciated the stories that they had on there the letters the um, experiences that they had that I could essentially they were allowing us to try to put ourselves in that position and connect on a human level as opposed to a racial level. Uh, It's still, as a white person, I don't have the same experience that you did, though. Yeah. But it was still interesting even to watch you move through that space versus the other white people moving through that space. It was very strange when we were even just going through, Mm -hmm. um, like, the memorial site was weird i mean like there was a group you remember that group of like older white people and they were just kind of like in the way but it just seemed very like chummy and you know they wanted to like stop and like pose for a picture and already like my defenses it just it just made me have this really adverse emotional response to seeing that um i just didn't feel like it was appropriate i was like this doesn't really seem like the place to be I don't, it was weird. Also, you guys, like, low-key, I might have sort of kind of, like, accidentally violated um, a disabled person who was in a wheelchair. I was trying to help her and did not realize that she said that she did not need help, and I thought that I did. And I'm very sorry if, for whatever reason, the little lady that was in a wheelchair, I mean, she was younger, but um, I felt bad about that. Yeah. Like, it was the, like, the girl clearly said, no, I'm good when Tiffany asked for help. But <laughs> Tiffany heard, yes, please. I <laughs> did. I thought she said, yeah, that would be good. I didn't hear her say, no, I'm good. I said, I thought she said that would be good. So I didn't do it on purpose. So yeah. like, yeah, like I just like low key almost. So yeah. just learn from my mistakes. Do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> and ask twice if ever you oh, see something. She was in a wheelchair and Trying she was very obviously hill. struggling yeah. because like it was an incline. So I was just like, I wasn't like, let me save you. I was just like a human being. Like, I'm sure that my arms would be freaking tired. Like, can I assist you? Mm-hmm. And the person that this person was with had a cane. So obviously that person might not have been the best contender right. to help said, you know, whatever. So that is just a, a story. I hope that that person is not traumatized because I did not mean anything bad about it, but I have not stopped thinking about it since I did it. I'm not really embarrassed as much as I just am a really big empath. And I'm just like, yeah. I really, really, really hope that this person did not feel violated yeah. or unsafe because of what I did. Um, so that's a stupid thing. So that's the fuck up of the week um, by yours truly. <laughs> thing. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. Going back to what we were talking about. I don't know. It just felt weird to watch yeah. them interact that way to be like smiling in these pictures, you know, by the I'm just like, this is a site that's to be representative of deaths. It's a solemn of- site. Exactly. It's supposed to be so a solemn it's experience. Weird as shit to watch white people, like not people of color. There was a black guy there that had a solemn look on his face with all these smiling ass white folks, and I was like, I don't even want to know about this dynamic. I just wish that I was not seeing this right now. Yeah. It was strange to me. It made me uncomfortable. I didn't like it. Um, and of course, like if I don't know, I feel like white people get to do dumb shit and like not have to be self aware about yeah. what they do all the time. I did not feel like that was the appropriate place no. for that amount of caucasity. No, and I would completely agree with you. Like, even when we were walking around the museum and stuff and reading through the different exhibits, if a black person came and stood, like, was trying to read what I was read reading or was just standing around me, I tried to move so that they could experience it first. Because mm. I felt like 
they deserved it. Yeah. Like they, <laughs> this just is not, kind of, this is not my an space. awareness of the fact that it's your culture yeah. and that what you're getting out of this might be different than what I, well, what you're going to get out of this is definitely going yeah. to be different or more impactful than what I may get out of yes. this. So I'm from the outside looking in, whereas y'all mm-hmm. are on the inside right. and are direct descendants. So yeah. Um, I loved it. It was a great experience. I was surprised and I don't know, like maybe I need to do some soul searching, but just, I was like, there was a lot of white people here and I don't know how I feel about it, but it pissed me off because there were a couple, the guys that were behind us for a while. And I just kept trying to get away from them because they would like read something. And again, like it was still like chummy, you know, they were, oh yeah, well, I didn't hear exactly what they were saying, but their disposition, I did not feel like was appropriate for what we were reading and experiencing. They were listing off historical facts that weren't listed on the, whatever the um, presentation was that was like in mm-hmm. front of us. They were listing off facts about stuff. And I was but like, it was this loud. is And yeah. I was like, how about y'all stay together? Because it was a lot of reading and we weren't allowed yeah. like photography no. and um Videos and videos are not allowed inside of the museum, but you can take them at the memorial, um, which is actually about a half a mile away. Yeah. Um, but they stood so far apart and were very loudly having yeah. these discussions. Still and conversing. I was just like, how about y'all just stand side by side yeah. and just talk amongst yourselves? So again, it just felt, it just left a weird taste in my mouth. Or to like they kept reading that. stuff out loud. And I was like, and every time somebody tried I to can't. read out loud, I would go somewhere else. Cause it pissed me off. I am an adult <laughs> person. I never wanted to listen to anybody read out loud. Nobody no. ever does a good job. The only time I want somebody fucking reading to me is if I download a fucking audiobook. Oh. please stop doing it. Don't do Ugh. that. Don't go to a museum and read out loud. Nobody wants to hear it. I don't want to. I don't want to. No. Please they don't. should hand out like Bluetooth headsets or something yeah. that'll read the things out loud to you if that's something yes. that you need. But so I don't want to listen to you. They do, do it. that like in New York when you go to the Empire State Building. Mm-hmm. Um, you can get the headsets and stuff, mm-hmm. and they read out all like list out all the and facts maybe that'll and stuff be about something that. that they do in time. I mean, it is still a yeah. fairly new. Um, or maybe that could be something that someone suggests and then they take it into an account into account. But yeah, you're absolutely right. It was a different experience for me versus you. Yeah. Um, even though we were both there looking at the same yeah. things and yeah. Yeah. But it made me, I don't know. Just It was, it was, you're right. It was so heavy the moment that we walked through the door, mm-hmm. um, because you could literally feel those people's mm-hmm. presence in yeah. there because you know i didn't realize how central montgomery was to everything as far as like it was yes. the hub of the domestic slave trade yes uh and like everything came through there because of the railroads and the the river mm-hmm. and so where we were was the slave warehouse but less than two blocks away was the river where they brought everybody on on steamboats mm-hmm. and brought them to there to stay and then sold them half a block over. Millions and millions and <laughs> Just, like it. Oh. Yeah. And then, okay, so we're not going to, this is not going to be solemn. We're going to end on a positive note, but I just have to share because it was something that really, really moved me. Um, going to the memorial. And again, right. this is what some people know as like the lynching site or the lynching memorial. Um, there are like lots of pillars and it'll have different accounts of 
reasons that black people were lynched oh, and yeah. some of the really absurd ones I took pictures you know you can take pictures at the memorial right um and something else I thought was weird just to backtrack a little bit going to the actual memorial site one of the people that worked like one of the groundskeepers admin people whatever said you can take pictures and videos here just make sure that they're respectful so needless to say, at one point, there had to have been at least one asshole right. that went and was like taking inappropriate yeah. with. And I would literally punch that person in the face if I could, because, you know, it has to be somebody, you know, the fact that they're they're talking about this, like as we're walking in and it's part of their spiel means exactly. that it's had to have happened more than once. Exactly. And like. It has to be said because somebody's done it. It's exactly. like all the stupid policies that, you know, right? Like they the tell workplace. you not to eat glue. Exactly. <laughs> um, so here are some of the things that I found, and then I think that this will be the last little bit. We can get into something more cheery. Mm. It's somber. Whatever. It's our history. It's embedded in who I am. It's right. ingrained. These people are connected to me somehow. Their blood is in my blood. Right. Whatever. Um, so this one says Robert Mallard. A prosperous farmer was lynched near Lyons, Georgia in 1948 for voting. Guys, this is why it is so important to be able to exercise your right to be able to do this. 1948? Right. 1948? Right. Y'all, it's 2020. If you can vote, I don't give a shit about how you feel about the way that your votes are counted or anything like Mm-mm. that. The fact that that's something that could have gotten you killed should be reason enough. Right. For you to exercise your right to do that. I had several people. So we all voted on Tuesday for Super Super Tuesday, right? And I had several um, people of color in my new hire class. And Mm -hmm. so I said, hey, we're going to be starting late. So y'all have the opportunity to vote. Mm -hmm. None of them decided to vote. And I asked why. Um, I was like, guys, you know, I'm trying not to like be like people fought for your right to vote as a white person. But People fought for your right to vote. Like people why? died for why are you, you to be able not to do that? exercising that? That was seventy two years ago that somebody was killed for voting. <laughs> seventy two, and that's just that's that how long my in laws have been alive. That's just that one instance. So another one, <laughs> Ernest Green and Charlie Lang, both fourteen, were lynched in. Shibuta, Mississippi in 1942 after a white girl said they were threatening. A black man was lynched in Millersburg, Ohio in 1892 for, quote, standing around in a white neighborhood. After a white man attempted to assault Jack Brownlee's daughter in Oxford, Alabama in 1894, Mr. Brownlee was lynched for having the man arrested. Jesse Thornton was lynched in Laverne, Alabama in 1940 for addressing a white police officer without the title Mr. A black construction worker was lynched at Camp Blanding, Florida in 1941 for insisting that a white co-worker return his shovel. (laughs) So it was also something else that was super unnerving to me would be the accounts of the mass amount of people that would surround to witness and or participate yeah, all of the moms in like lynching mobs and we've seen anything from 100 people to 10,000 people while we right. were there I think that was the biggest number that I saw yeah um and those accounts I'm sure that there were more at some point probably but I was like 10,000 people to sit and watch somebody be killed Right. It's ridiculous. And like the one that stood out to me the most um, when we went through and we were reading all of them was that um, one man was lynched because 
he annoyed a white woman. Mm-hmm. I was like, you got annoyed stupid. a white woman. There was somebody that was lynched for walking behind the boss's wife. Yeah. There was, you know, plenty of white people that were killed for being married to black people, white yes. women that were killed for being right. married to black men, um, black men being wrongfully accused of rape or right. assault or looking at or talking to accused of apparently allegedly writing a note to a white woman that right. I've seen that. Kissing a white woman's hand. Mm-hmm. That was another. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was all just a really emotional experience. And... You know, I mean, it was very thought provoking. It was very, it made some feelings that I feel like black people just inherently have. Yeah. Not that we need any reason for it to feel valid because there's always, you know, a rhyme or reason for why people feel the way they do or why trauma will affect people the way that it does. Um, But I don't know, just like I'm terrified of the police. I get freaked out anytime there's a cop car behind mine. Sometimes I will pull over, I'll pull into a store for them to pass because I'm so afraid of what could happen if, you know, God forbid, I have a taillight out or whatever. And I'm just like, anytime I see a cop car, okay, I'm going the speed limit. I haul ass sometimes, but okay, I can slow down. I can come over here and do this. What kind of mood am I in? Right. How do I present? How do I sound? All of these things and all that I can think about is the fact that like if I get pulled over by a police officer, I could die. It's something that is a very real fear. I think about my brother who was a 23 year old black man that stands over six feet tall. Right. You know, and he likes rap music and he, you know, likes the clothes that he likes and he likes the music that he likes and presents the way that he does and sounds the way that he does. He is a big ass teddy bear. He is Mm -hmm. the sweetest boy you will ever meet. He, you know, is really, really funny. He's very witty. But in a situation like that, are they just going to see his skin and then automatically take that as something threatening? Take that as he's done something wrong because of this. And, you know, I mean, it's a part of the culture that, you know, we're inferior. We were the inferior race. You know, we... (laughs) <laughs> weren't as smart we needed supervision that was something else yeah. that I had seen we needed supervision and guidance because yeah. we were incapable and it just or that y'all are have the minds like animals so you're just aggressive mm-hmm. that was one thing that I remember reading in there. and I'm just like I don't really see how it can get any more fucking demonic and animalistic than beating the shit out of somebody into beating a human being into submission into separating these families right. into taking their children and raping you know raping them and treating like I just like all of the psychological trauma i don't understand how it could be this one race of people that would consider themselves to be superior but to put all of these other stigmas on to the people that they have enslaved i just right (sighs) so if ever you have a chance to go and visit the legacy museum (laughs) and the memorial super powerful go you should just go it's so worth it be a good patron don't do anything inappropriate. Treat it well. Keep your commentary to yourself. If you are, you know, going and you are not a person of color, you are not a black person, just understand this is not the time to be showing out. This is not the time to be, you know, you need to put that privilege aside. You might need to act like how black people do in white spaces. You need to shut up. You need to take it all in, figure out what you need to do, and then maybe go to lunch or something like that and then dissect it afterwards. But I don't feel like it's appropriate to kind of stand in front of these things and to be rattling off all of the facts and stuff that you know about it or to revel in the joy of 
whatever is making you smile while you could be in this place. If you don't feel moved by what you do, then just take it as an educational Mm -hmm. experience. And then you can go and dissect that at a later time in a more appropriate place. Um, And I'm off the soapbox about that. Um, It was very emotional. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. I will have to go back at some point because it's a lot like it's a lot of reading. So make sure you take your reading glasses with you. Um, Make sure that if you get headaches after you read a whole bunch, you know, take your readers with you, take Mm -hmm. your glasses with you, take in a leave. Um, You know, they do have an area that you can go and like sit and rest in or whatever if you need to. Um, but it's worth it. You will spend a couple of hours minimum there. Right. Um, cause we were there for what, three ish or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, and it's going to take you some time to get around the memorial outside as well. It is spread over, I believe it's six acres. Um, so yeah, just be respectful and be aware of your surroundings. This is the time if you are never aware of how you fit in, how you're interacting with other people, the things that you say, how you say them, this is a time to be very, very, very self-aware. Yeah. And we'll leave that where it is. It was an amazing experience. If you're going to go, go behave appropriately. Moving on. <laughs> um, yeah. So other things that were pretty new, we had two friends come over we a did. couple weekends ago, which is very out of the norm for us. True. I, y'all know how I feel about half people in my house. I don't like it. Um, I think that there may be one per two people that have been here in the last couple of years that we would invite back. And that was the first time that we met them. And those were our guests. If you guys remember Anna and Marissa, yeah. um, Anna and Marissa, I'm sorry. I'm thinking about niece slash friend Anna. Um, <laughs> um, but we absolutely love them. And then there's like maybe like one or two other like actual friends that are allowed in the space. So that's pretty big for us to have people here. That was a lot of fun. I will be going back to yoga next week. Oh. I'm very excited to finally be getting back in. I have a really good massage therapist that can work on all of the weird things that are happening in my lower yeah. back. I have a lot of pain. And I've been having pain in my ankle for a couple months that I think might be related to something going on in my back because after I went and he worked on me, my ankle feels better. So whatever you were going through on your training weeks where you have to be up, you think it's posture related, I think you should go see my guy because he's yeah. real good. I'm definitely going to try it first. Yes. We're getting ready for freaking wedding season. We've got two Ooh. weddings that we're getting ready to go to. Already. I'm so excited. Yeah. And speaking of weddings, oh. shout out to Cassandra Zetta. That is our friend and amazing photographer. When y'all see all of the professional grade photographs on our Instagram page, even on our website, she's done our engagement and our wedding sessions. Yeah. She's actually got a sale going on right now. Um, so if you need pictures taken, it can be for, yeah. um, you know, portfolio pictures, like headshots type of thing Mm -hmm. lifestyle pictures family Family. pictures engagement pictures if y'all just need an update um just updated family portraits whatever you need to do y'all need to reach out to her and let me get these details straight so i can make sure i tell you guys what you need um there's going to be four session slots available the session must be held on a wednesday or thursday during april and a 50 percent retainer is due at the time that you sign uh-huh. and then the remainder is due two weeks before your session okay so it'll actually be 300 dollars for an hour which what? is amazing that's all yes that's it Ooh. And y'all can go to CassandraZetta.com and that is C-A-S-S-A-N-D-R-A-Z-E-T-T-A 
dot com. Yep. And that is also her Instagram handle is yep. just Cassandra Zetta. So go check her out. She's amazing. Yep. And if you guys are in need of some amazing photography, that is your person. I'm telling you, this is a queer identified badass entrepreneur um, and you will never meet a more affirming soul in your entire life. Um, She is the person who actually has influenced a lot of our thoughts about language, especially as it pertains to weddings. Yes. Um, She is one of the only photographers I've ever seen that completely gets rid of using really gendered language yeah. like instead of bride groom she just uses marriers and she wants details about your story mm-hmm. she wants to do what she can to make you feel comfortable yeah and to make your session feel like you and for what your vision is right. for everything and we love her we will yeah. always sing her praises and because like we truly believe in her work and her vision and her energy so yep. check her out again that's cassandrazetta.com or at cassandrazetta on yeah. instagram we adore her yeah she's based out of cincinnati ohio but she travels around all over the place and loves to travel so and with the amount even when you account for what her fees are for travel that was still more affordable and the quality of her photography was better than anybody that we were able to find in our tri-state area yeah so we adore her she did an awesome job with both things we actually if we would have had the time to do it in april we would have taken her up on that we do intend to get some new pictures taken because it's been a while a good while Um, i look a little bit different than our wedding right we (laughs) both do you know and you know i wonder if we want to do like another destination thing like we just want to hit her up and be like where have you not been yet that you want to photograph and we can all meet there and then you can take the pictures we can end up having a great time and then of course like we'll go have drinks and dinner with her because we love her she she's is the great. kindest sweetest most adorable fucking human being i've ever yeah. known she's so cute i never would have thought that i would have gotten we would have gotten a friend out of a googling right? a photographer love her. <laughs> um and ac- allison actually found her yeah. by accident she was looking for people thought she was based in nashville and it yeah. turned out she was in Cincinnati, yeah. Ohio. And then we were and like, then well, we she love thought that we were getting married in Indiana as opposed mm-hmm. to Tennessee. So like we were all confused yeah. and uh, it was still a great time. Like we love her so much. Yeah. I would love to just spend any and all time with her. At, like yeah. I would pay her to just come hang out with us. Right. She's so cute and we love her and yes. she's talented. I mean, it's not just because we like her as a person. She's no. damn good at what she does. She's fantastic. And she's, you know, really into learning and doing mm-hmm. education. And she's a really, really good advocate for any type of LGBTQIA plus person, especially with queer and trans people. Um, yep. So we love her. Yes. Check her out. I will make sure to link her um, yes. website as well in the description box. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so it's wedding season. We're going to go see one of my old friends get married. Mm-hmm. I'm so excited for her. Um, the way that I met her, I'm not going to go into too much detail about, but she was in a state. Yeah. And seeing her grow from how I met her and where she was at that point in her life to now being in a healthy, functional relationship with somebody that loves her and dotes on her and she's so excited like she's so big hearted yeah i'm so excited to be able to go and witness that Aww. even though it does make me a little bit anxious because her wedding venue is in my hometown and oh. i have some feels about that yeah i got gotcha. you um but we also have another wedding yeah. coming up for a friend and colleague of yours yeah he's like my little brother at work and uh someone who i've been very close with and developing since he started i love him he's the fucking cutest he is and he like you will never meet a more positive person period yeah he just is such such a 
good energy to be around mm-hmm. and you always feel good after hanging out with yeah, him. Yeah, he's so. super cute. I love him. He's really, really cute. Yeah. Like in all all aspects of the word. Like yes. he is a physically adorable person yes. and just his energy. Like he just yep. is cute and he's funny and <laughs> we like him a whole lot. So we're really excited about wedding season and mm-hmm. looking for outfits because y'all know that's oh, my favorite boy. thing is to figure out what we're going to wear. Yep. And um, yeah, I'm really, really excited, y'all. I'm just excited about the sunshine. I'm going to be honest. <laughs> right? I'm excited about the fact that the freaking sun is out. I might just go lay down outside if I do get any sunlight tomorrow <laughs> and call it a day because I'm just like my skin would love it. Right. I want to find a park to work remotely from tomorrow right. <laughs> instead. Oh, my gosh. Instead of being inside my office yes because it's gonna be so nice out you know yeah i just i miss it maybe i mean it's supposed to be overcast tomorrow is it yeah oh well that's how it's been for the like the past couple weekends it's been like super nice on the weekends which is great and then like not sunny (laughs) and raining mondays too yeah Yeah. throughout the rest of the week which is fine because in my office i don't have windows so uh I don't even know what it's like outside. But I've been loving the weekends. I feel like I've been getting really good quality yeah. time with you. I had a really, really good weekend this weekend. And we don't really get a whole lot of quality. Like, I don't get quality time really during the week. Yeah. Because of how demanding your work schedule is. And, yeah, you know, just you needing to refuel. Yeah. it's And it's changed a lot. I used to be able to work from home a lot more. Mm-hmm. And lately, I've needed to be in the office during those, those weeks where I'm not teaching class. So... Mm-hmm. Um, we don't get as much time that we would have, you know, even if I'm working, was working from home, a lot of the time we'd be able to eat lunch or just sit in the same room, mm-hmm. still interact. Like yeah. it didn't have to have my full focused attention. Mm-hmm. And like right now that it's complete opposite. Yeah. So, so. um, but yeah, I mean, you know, it is, it is what it is, <sighs> but I had a really, really good weekend this weekend and feel like I got like a lot of like real concentrated quality time i know great time and i can tell i can always tell when you feel like your needs are being met like my love tank is full yeah because i get a lot more hugs and kisses and just overall physical touch when you're Mm -hmm. feeling that way than i would uh if we didn't spend as much time doing that together Mm -hmm. so i like it too yeah and that's something that i have to consciously think about because you know it's like i said like if you're both pouring from what you get like nobody's like empty and then I don't know I feel like I'm getting like what I need so it makes it easier almost or I don't want to say incentivizes but like I guess that is kind of what it is but it's it's just a more natural thing for you to do yeah when you are feeling that I feel like I'm getting so much love on hugs and kisses yeah and do I hold hands yeah and do you want to hold hands some more I like where are you going Where's your butt cheeks? <laughs> Let me touch your boobs. I like it. Oh. Let me sniff your hairs. Uh, Let me. It's rub definitely your a butt. good thing that this isn't a video thing because I am me, blushing like a motherfucker. Let me rub your butt. <laughs> Let me. <laughs> Let me see your boobs. Oh, okay. Let me touch I your think, legs. I think they got the idea. Let me give you a kiss. <laughs> um. So I don't know. It's just really nice. I like it a lot. Me too. Yeah. And I finally got to see my BFF, who is my father-in-law, for those of y'all that do not know. Um, (laughs) I finally got to see my BFF. I have missed him a lot. I have not seen a lot of my in-laws in the last couple months. 
Um, you know, like the end of December, y'all know that was a, a rough ass time and starting on my medication again, I feel like I just have more energy. I feel like I just have more, I can be more affectionate and be more present and things like that because it was a lot. Y'all don't understand. This was not just like my wife and like her sister and, you know, our nephew and niece. It was like my wife, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law and five, five children. Yeah. Five nieces and nephews. Five kids. And I was like, oh, two of whom I had never met. Sorry. Two of whom I had never met before. And yeah. that was really nice. And, you know, I kind of had to have like a mama bear moment and be like, okay, y'all. Okay. Like, let's be, be nice to the younger siblings because we know little siblings can be a pain in the ass, but let's not be assholes. We definitely are pains in the ass. Definitely. So. Um, for sure. Can't relate, but <laughs> you know, I was coming to them from, you know, I was the, the older oldest. sibling. I get it. Like, Oh, trust me. I yeah. get it. Um, because my brother was the bane of my existence Ooh. for at least the first decade of his life on this earth and that that i mean that makes total sense and i come from the younger sibling side of where Mm -hmm. i just wanted to be around my older sibling all the time because i thought she was so cool yeah and he was like that too but he was also a d like he destroyed my shit like on a regular basis (laughs) i just wanted to he wanted all of that but he also wanted to tear up my shit Nah, i just wanted to be around my sister or like Uh, I remember she always had like several different perfumes and stuff and Mm -hmm. I would always just want to smell them all the time. (laughs) So like I would spray it and then like leave and then she'd be like, did you, she'd be like, did you spray this? And I'd be like, no, Mm -mm. Mm, very clearly, like it couldn't have been anybody else. It's not like the dogs could have done it. Oh my gosh. I'm so glad that I don't have like a little, (laughs) it's just pissing me off listening to you tell this story right now. Like I just want to fucking push you down. Ugh. So annoying. <laughs> so annoying. I'd be like, why can't I have anything for myself? I wanted a puppy. And they brought a baby home. And I'm really pissed about it. Yeah, no, she wanted a stereo and she got me. Oh, so. yeah. Even worse. Like, yeah. she didn't even want the responsibility Mm-mm. of, like, living thing at all. She no, just... and that's the thing. And, like, in the <laughs> afternoons and stuff, my sister would have to watch me a lot mm-hmm. because my mom was teaching piano and my dad was Pain working. So. I didn't ask for this. Exactly. Why am I being punished Here you go. forever? bullshit which is why i'm just now starting to eat spaghetti again because she would make dinner and that was the only thing she knew how to cook i swear to god and we would have it over and over and over again oh well but now i'm starting to like spaghetti again it's been enough years lord since she traumatized me oh bless her (laughs) Uh, that's i just i'm so triggered right now (laughs) taken back i'm so annoyed like Mm. i just want to fight please don't fight Y'all, she threatened to fight the chef at our at the hibachi place today, <laughs> like jokingly. But he kept he kept fucking with her. Like you know how they have those uh, soy sauces that that squirt out but aren't real, and like just freak everybody out. Well, he kept doing it to her, and he she finally was like, "When's your break? Meet me outside." <laughs> and like very clearly joking, but uh... catch me outside. How about that? And he kept going, "What you doing, baby?" And then he kept like making kissy faces at me. I was like, "Bro, look." And he was like, I'm from Bessemer. And, and I was like, so? Like, nobody so what? cares? And then my white mama was like, well, I'm from Bessemer too. And he was like, that's not how you pronounce and it. And then we were like, soiled it. Um, right. So- <laughs> and then it was over and we had to leave. Right. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it was a good time. Um, we A good time was had by all, except I really was about to fight him. And I was like, I don't care how many shiny knives you got, bruv. Like... You about to have to square up like it's on site. Mm-hmm. When is your break? <laughs> when is your break? When is your break? 
when is your break? He had one more time to make a kissy face at you. I've been like, bro, that's my I, I couldn't you figure know. out if he was flirting with me or not. I couldn't figure it out either, which is tell. why I didn't say anything right. to be like. But I was like, it feels kind of flirty. Like a couple of times I was almost like, dude, I'm going to need you to stop flirting with my wife. Mm. Or, But then I was like, no, my wife can handle herself. And then, so all of these things were happening inside of my head while we were, while we were watching this. Yeah. yeah. But Loki, anyway. I was like, do you want free hibachi mm. or not? Like. Um, had we both gotten two meals, like, I think that I would have reacted differently. We just split one, and it yeah, was, we like, the it. perfect amount for right? lunch. It was great. Because, you know, they always give you way too much. Right? Why do they do that? I don't know. Probably why, because this it's This is cheap. why everybody's so fat in America. Is Probably. They just, they're like, anyway. oh, I got all this and all this starchy rice. Right? Man, the fried rice is my favorite thing. Yeah. Oh, I mean, like, the vegetables were really, really good. Yeah, it was all good. Anyway. Babe. Yes. I have a question. I will do my best to answer it. Excuse me. <laughs> Why do you seem so freaked out? You're like, I don't know. Um, <laughs> I'm nervous. How do you think that you have changed or grown since you were a teenager? Oh my God. Uh, when I was a teenager, I was a little shit. And I thought I knew everything. And I was very judgmental mm-hmm. of others. And like, you you just couldn't tell me anything. What? Like, I just knew all of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I played off this persona like this strong persona uh because that's what all of the rest of the women in my family were like and so mm-hmm. i was like this is what we're supposed to do and it was really just that's not really my personality like it can be at work but mm-hmm. in general like i don't have to be so opinionated or i don't have to be the loudest person in the room mm-hmm. or um in order to still matter <laughs> and so like i am not as much of an overachiever as I used to be. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't procrastinate as much now. Mm-hmm. And I am definitely less judgmental than I was. Yeah. Uh, it's something I'm still working on. And I can definitely see that about myself. Mm-hmm. Um, my self-awareness has also increased. Mm-hmm. And your <laughs> to confidence, be able to, uh, I yeah. um, The good kind of confidence. Not arrogance, yeah. but the just self-confidence in mm-hmm. general. So uh, I just... It's not all about one thing or it's not all about being perceived as perfect or like having all my shit together. It's more about connecting on a human level with people and letting them know that, hey, I fuck up too. And yeah. here's how I've grown from this mm-hmm. or tell me, you know, just to because shit just happens. And we need to just recognize that as humans rather than everybody just being robots. Yeah. Um. So I have lost a lot of the assholeness-ishness. Assholeness. That's what I said initially. Ish? What were um, you, what, where was that going to go? Asshole-ishness. Asshole-ish-ness. No, that reverse you, it. I know, but is that what you were going to say? Yeah. Asshole-ness-ish. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I, got I fucked it up. I got it. Um, you know, So you remember us talking about <laughs> fucking stuff up? That's what happened. Fuck it up, fuck so it up. So words are hard, and I do that shit in class and stuff, too. I'll be like, well, that's... Not what I was going to say. Anyway. There's a word so, for that. It's called a spoonerism. Well, I spoon a lot of things, apparently. <laughs> Spooner? I spooner a lot of things. Anyway. Huh. So, I, it's, I've, I feel like I've become less of an asshole than I used to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, especially being married to a black woman now, have become a hell of a lot more aware of my white privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, and how I fit into the world. And how I can... Uh, be a create a safe place for anyone to be a part of Mm -hmm. 
as long as you are kind to others. Yeah. If you're not kind, get the fuck out. Yeah. But yeah, I would say that that's, that's how I've grown. Yeah. Yeah. That's big growth. It's, uh, it has been a lot of big growth and it's been a lot of big growth in the last three years we've been together, especially. I would say the most growth that I've had has been since we've been together. Really? Yeah, for sure. Not laterally, but yeah. It's a <laughs> Laterally as well. <laughs> You're rude. <laughs> I feel like you meant to say vertically. <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I'm still short. Uh, that doesn't work out for me. Uh, but just emotionally, mentally, uh, personally, I've grown yeah. a lot. Yeah. How do you think you've grown? Since you were a teenager. I feel like I'm a much more secure person than Mm -hmm. I was when I was younger. And it's not that I was really insecure. I feel like I was just, I spent a lot of time trying to conform and figure out how to compromise on the things that I really, really, really felt deep down and like in my heart. And I was like, well, can I change the way that I feel about this so that it'll be more acceptable or cause less friction or do this? Um, You know, I grew up kind of feeling like I was always too something. I was too opinionated. I was too, you know, like my, I had a smart mouth and, you know, these are all things that my mom said to me. Um, (laughs) you know, I was disrespectful and I was too combative or argumentative. And these are things that I've heard from, you know, employers and stuff like that when I was younger, you know, but at the same time, you know, it's like, well, if you're wrong, you're wrong. If I know something like there's no shame in being like, no, like I am confident in the fact that this is not correct. And this is, and, you know, growing up, into an adult person now, you know, it's like, well, maybe I can deliver that differently or say it differently, but inherently that mentality is kind of the same. Um, but it doesn't scare me. Yeah. I grew up with my mom telling me a lot that I think I know everything. I've never had an issue with saying that I was wrong about something. And that kind of took away from my sense of reality about the things that I was sure about, even if it was me disagreeing with somebody else. So I'm much more confident and secure and sure of myself just in the way that I think. And that's a weird type of trauma to unlearn, you know, was just how to trust yourself because, you know, somebody else was basically telling you what reality was and wasn't. Right. Um, in kind of a gaslighty type of way. So yeah. that's super cute. Um, and I think about like dating and stuff in high school and just emotional maturity and how long that's come because again it was still a lot of am I always going to be too much of something for somebody is it always going to be too much of this and this has to change or is it always going to be that you know relationships have ended because I've had a partner tell me before you just you can't you're not present enough you're always thinking too much about the future and I'm just like well I don't think that that's a problem thinking about the future and where we want to go because this isn't going to be it forever, dummy. Um, but I guess that's what happens when you're trying to make long-term plans with like a 19-year-old boy. Mm. Um, <laughs> they're going to be like, whoa, 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 bud. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Like we can get <laughs> married, but we don't need to talk about like all of the details about like where we're going to live and shit. Like that's a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> Makes total sense. Right. So um, that's really interesting. And also like I think a lot about, I was in a relationship when I was in high school. And I remember I've told you this before because we tried to record it when we were tipsy and it it turned into a mess. But (laughs) long story short, 
I was dating another boy and that boy was a pathological liar and that boy cheated on me and the girl that the boy cheated on Mm -hmm. me with, I went, you know, found out, figured out what class she was in, went to go and approach her. Hey, Mm -hmm. what's going on? You know, like I wasn't going to like fight her or anything, but I was like, Hey, what's going on? I've heard so-and-so and such and such from one of your friends as well as one of my friends. And, you know, I just wanted to confer with you what's going on. I'm not sure what's happening with me and the boy, but what's going mm-hmm. on i just want to hear it from the horse's mouth somebody's gonna to have to be honest with me eventually she she's like, like well i like nothing like we're just friends i don't think about him that way blah blah blah, oh, blah, blah, so blah. she lied too she lied straight to my face and it pissed me off and it made me really really mean to her as well as him but he deserved it like i don't regret anything that i ever said right. him ever like he would come down the hall be like you're still fucking here and he would be like yep still alive sorry and i'd be like damn it you know because he mm. was you know nobody wants to feel foolish and i was like you're stupid you can go about doing things in a mature way way um and then it was interesting because after the girl and him kind of broke up one or two times or whatever he would always come back to me and want to be consoled you know not sexually or anything like that but he would come to me for comfort and I was like this is weird but like I guess this is still my thing I've always been a two whatever and now this person you know the girl and I I had seen some things that she posted Mm -hmm. about some weird things because this is a white guy and this is another person of color um the girl mm-hmm. and his he was raised by his southern white grandparents okay and i think that they were racist i mean he would oh. kind of tell me like they're racist i met his grandmother once do you know what she said to me because it was like dusk and she goes oh i'm so sorry sweetheart i didn't know you were there i couldn't see your pretty black face she said that to me out loud to my face once so I was like, it's not really far-fetched to think that this lady's probably like racist and not all there. Hmm. And pretty much, you know, I was just kind of seeing some things through the pipeline about how this person was kind of heartbroken because now he's with like this white, blonde-haired, blue-eyed girl. And it was just kind of a recountance of this person and how hmm. they were hurt by that. And now like I interact with this person often and I feel so bad because like I was really, really mean to her. <laughs> Like, I had called that girl, like, a whore on Facebook. Like, Tiffany, do better. But when you know better, you do better. I feel really, really bad about that. Like, I think, because, you know, like, we message back and forth about things sometimes, you know, or whatever. And I've reached out to her before to apologize. But I feel like those apologies came from, like, a different place that's not as developed as where I am now. Instead of being like, oh, God, like, we're both, like, grown-ass married women. I am so sorry if ever anything that I said was like traumatic to you or any. And I think about that a lot, like on like probably a weekly basis for the last, how long have I been at a high school? Yeah. Like that long. (laughs) Um, So you're like, I was a dick. Like I was very, very like aggressive and, you know, aggressive in a different way where that aggressive, that aggression might've come from like a place of insecurity or, you know, feeling like I'm not enough of something and that somebody else is better in some way or whatever. So it made me really, really like angry with that person instead of seeing her like as a person. And we were all teenagers and we all like make mistakes, but I didn't want to hear that shit. Then I wanted to fight her. Like, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I'm about to beat your ass because you was out here fucking around with my I can't even be like, man, like he was out here fucking around with his stupid ass, like, and everybody was lying to me about it. And I don't appreciate it. I'm about to go and punch my dog in the 
freaking ear because she is doing too much i just mean her floppy ears i don't uh, literally mean the side of her head very high. yeah no you're not actually gonna just her slap either. her little floppy ears stop that she just keeps barking for stop no reason that. she can't hear anything no. she has no idea why she's barking she's probably hungry uh i thought of something else what? that how i've grown is that before when i was younger i would like if i did something wrong i would never take accountability for my actions ever mm-hmm. and now i actually do so I'm proud of that growth and the self-awareness that I've gained from that. Yeah. So that's, that's something I'm very, very proud of. Yeah. Yeah. And I've grown like leaps and freaking bounds, you know, like you said, in our relationship and everything. Yeah. There are some things that I even wonder if we weren't together, if I would be aware of or have worked through yet. Yeah. So all of the family stuff, I don't know if I would be in therapy. Yeah. I don't know that I would have taken the step to, you know, be on medication. Right. Or if things would be the way that they are now. You know, there's a lot of things that I think about. How would it be different if it weren't for the support that I received? I gotcha. In our our, our, our relationship. Yeah, I definitely understand that. I don't think that I would be in therapy. Um, I don't think that boundaries would be a thing for me at Mm -hmm. all. Um, I definitely don't think that I would be as aware of, you know... Uh, the racial aspects uh, that you've taught me as well. Like, mm-hmm. I definitely would still be over here in my little white privilege world, not truly understanding. White Des- privilege land. Right? Despite having dated other races, it's like you have helped me learn the most, for mm-hmm. sure, uh, by allowing me the safe place to ask questions and to provide me with your perspective on things. Because, mm-hmm. um, like... I just haven't had that before and um I wouldn't have realized that it's an issue yeah you know yeah that's awesome uh so I I, yeah I feel like we have both grown a lot uh and in good ways and we are still going to continue to grow and that's what I'm most excited about is just continuing to learn and continuing to become a better person yeah or better version of ourselves I really, really like being married. I really enjoy being married, too, and especially to you. <laughs> yeah? Uh, yeah, I don't feel like anybody else would have challenged me as much or supported me as much or been as patient with me mm-hmm. uh, as you have been. Like, you are truly my perfect match and the perfect compliment for me. Nah. So. Ah, pup. I love you a lot. I, love I you think a that's lot. a good note to end on. What do yeah, you think? I like it. You're All a right, nice guys. lady. We need to go feed these <laughs> asshole dogs. So, um, if you guys <laughs> would, please be sure to follow us on Instagram at sweetesthoney.love. That is also our website, sweetesthoney.love. Mm-hmm. You can email us at info at sweetesthoney.love if you want to know where the fuck we are, if we have died, if you <laughs> want to share a story with us. If you want to buy a shirt. If you want to buy a t-shirt. Um, you can also go to our website, sweetesthoney.love, or you can go to the link on our Instagram page to be rerouted back. I need y'all to buy the rest of these shirts so that we can design a new thing i'm thinking i'm not going to tell y'all what the idea is until i'm ready to conceptualize it but i'm pretty excited about it and um 
yeah, so y'all need to buy the rest of these t-shirts. If you have any questions about shirts, again, you can just email info at sweetesthoney.love. I'd be happy to answer any questions you have. Y'all can slide in our DMs <laughs> on um, Instagram. And we're also on Twitter. And we are Sweetest Honey Pod um, on Twitter. So that's P-O-D like podcast. So we love you guys. Like I said, we will do our best, but just be gracious with us. We are human. And, you know, we're kind of working around the new normal. And, you know, I mean, that just is what it is. Of course, we're not going to be asking y'all for, you know, we're not going to be doing anything with Patreon yet until we can commit to actually having like a very regular schedule for recording and everything like that. But Mm -hmm. you have to understand it's not just me. I could do this all day long, but Sweetest Honey is about Allison and I. Sorry. So we have to, you know, make sure that everybody is feeling up (laughs) to par. No, not even just you. It's not just your issue. One week I was triggered by a text message that I got from a family member and that sent like that made me feel very, very anxious. Mm -hmm. I did not have the mental and emotional capacity to do this. So that was one week. The next Next week, I think that we just tried and it did not work out. I think that that might have been Shark Week when we were just not feeling good. We were both Mm. just really tired, totally just no energy. And then we had the pain issue last week. So we're back. We're on a Sunday. I'm going to get this out to y'all. Y'all can go to sleep to it. Do you want me to sing you a lullaby? Go to sleep, little honeybee, because we love you. (laughs) That was great. Yeah, I thought so, too. (laughs) (laughs) But we love you guys, and we will be back on Wednesday slash Thursday slash Friday this week. Um, Don't ask me when, but you'll just get it when you get it. Okay, we love you guys. Bye. Bye.